fucking talk. All right. Okay. We got we, we go. got Brittany. She's she's back. Um, last time we talked, it was uh, a hot minute ago. You were fresh off of I think you had just won Arnold Classic, but um, at the time it was all potential. But you know, since then you had gained a whole bundle of momentum. And um, on our podcast, I think we all picked her, right, Arian? I know I did. Uh, I think we, yeah, I think we all kind of said we, we it would be nice as far as the story if Meg won, but I think in the end we all picked Brittany. Hang on a second. Put a pin in that. Pl- I didn't say that. If you fucking put those I words mean, in my mouth. I put those that. words in my mouth, To a few Arian. people, I was like, is it bad that I kind of want Meg to win? Like, I'm going to do what I have to do to win, but, like, I also want Meg to win. Is that <laughs> well, okay? It's, yeah, you're like, is there any way? You're like, can I, can we both tie and I win on body weight? And then everyone's happy. <laughs> I think she came in lighter than me, so. Yeah, shit. Well, never mind. But, yeah. uh. It was uh so how how are you feeling leading into this? How is training going leading into this? How are things moving? Well, training for like six months was going fantastic. Like I was hitting huge squat and I mean huge everything PRs. Everything was growing great. Then about three weeks out, I took a nice hip injury. Oh and that put a good a good uh stop to everything. So I couldn't pull <laughs> Three weeks out, I couldn't pull over 180. So I couldn't pull over 400 pounds, which I had repped for, I don't know, four or five, you know. Um, so that was a little brutal headed in. So, yeah. yeah the interesting thing, I, like, I don't want to skip ahead on the story here, but the fact that you took a hip injury, injured your deadlift, and surprise, surprise, you miss your second dead and it comes down to the last deadlift and you're like in the back. Of course, of course, this you is don't even this know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My coach wouldn't even tell me what was on the bar. I'm back there doing basic math. I'm like, man, I know Meg squatted one, uh, 170, 175. She benches. Yeah. I don't know. A shit ton. Man, this is above 190. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is more than I've been failing. This is a problem. Um, yeah. yeah, it was dramatic. And did you notice too? So initially when I heard Meg was coming back from twins, I'm thinking gotta be 63. It'll be fun, but is what it is. And then when she, she had said in the comments, like, yeah, I'm coming for 57. I'm like, holy smokes. That's ambitious, wildly ambitious, but I'm thinking not actually as a contender though, like for the throne. And then, um, just around the time you took an injury, all of a sudden her momentum, it's like a, yeah, like a, so what were you thinking? Were you like, holy shit, this might actually happen for her and not for me? Well, what she signed up as a 57. I knew she was coming to win, right? You're not cutting that much body weight unless you're coming there to win. And Meg's formidable, right? Like, I don't know. I started powerlifting. I think my first nationals was 2018 when Meg won. So, you know, I have memories of Meg dominating the 57 class. <laughs> no, I knew that coming in, but I was feeling wicked confident for months. Like I stayed within myself. I just, you know, everything was moving well. Everything was great. And then I took that injury and, you know, my deadlift was kind of going to be my saving grace, you know, against Meg, right? Like we knew I'm pulling last, but I took that injury and then she's squatting like 177 for reps and I uninstalled Instagram. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah, I uninstalled Instagram, logged in to check messages, logged back out immediately, and I did that for three weeks. (laughs) Holy smokes. I don't blame you. Um, Because I I know a lot of people do that. They're just not open open about it and say it, but it can get in your head. Yeah, I saw her squat 177 for reps. (laughs) I couldn't pick 180 off the floor. I said, peace out, internet. I am done. (laughs) You're like, I hope this story ends well for us. I don't know how this is going to go. So when you were walking into this, and, and did you see like every, other people? Because Allie Weinberg, oh, holy yeah. smokes, she came up as well. Oh, yeah. We knew Allie was going to be right there this whole time. I don't think that was talked about enough. And uh, I really didn't think Meg was getting hyped up enough. Like, I was watching her training. I'm like, mm, she's coming, you know. She's just benching like 120. I'm like, she don't need to deadlift that much if she's going to bench 120, you know? So I didn't think she was hyped up enough either coming into it, but. Did you feel like, because you were hyped quite a bit, was there some pressure on you? Like, you know, okay, look, I'm okay with being a favorite, 
but let's not talk me up too much because you know you're like especially when here's the thing when you take an injury and you're, and you're like oh man there's all if everything's all sunshine and roses and you're 100 and the hype's on you're like i'm about to put on a show but then when you take an injury you're like oh no what if everyone hypes me up and i can't live up i'm just not the person they want me to be on that day did you start where like because obviously you deleted Instagram and had some thoughts, <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, yeah, that was tough. You know, I don't know if I felt so much outside pressure. But like, I really felt like I was going to let myself down, you know? I already did that once in 2019. I'm like, I cannot believe we're back here at Nationals time. And I'm over here not able to pick up, like, I don't know, 88% off the floor. Like, what in God's name is happening? <laughs> Again, for God's sakes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out. You know, we... I, people don't want to say this right but any I'm sure top competitor or anyone taking it seriously you spend a lot of damn time doing this shit right mm. like a lot of time and a lot of money for a hobby mostly right so <laughs> when things like this happen it's you know it hurts yeah I mean it hurts more than physically that hurt too that was unfortunate but like the <laughs> mental physically mentally spiritually everything um, and then leading in, so when you were off Instagram, did you notice, oh yeah, you must've noticed. So, uh, I mean, I do my job by hyping, but unfortunately it, it just creates more pressure. When I make those posts, I am with, hashtag I am with. And um, you got a, a lot, like you got a shitload of I am with Brittany. And um, were you like, it, when you're hiding an injury, cause you can't come out and say, it. you don't want everybody to know. So you're like, oh man this is heating up. Like, what were your thoughts when you started seeing all, cause I don't even know if you were tagged in all the, I am with the, the way it works. If they share it, unless they tag you, um, you're not going to see it. And you, unless you somehow go come across it, cause not just your friends, I can see how many shares Britain, not to freak you out. I'll tell you now. Cause it's over anyways, <laughs> hundreds, Brittany, hundreds of people, reshared that with you i am with Brittany, and or i am with hundreds and i'm like i could see them all and you weren't tagged in all of them but you were tagged in some of them by your friends who reposted and i'm i wonder like i'm doing this because it helps create like obviously like I'm, i want to create hype but i also think like fudge do some of these people see this and like is it overwhelming or what were you thinking given your situation man i that didn't bother me too much. I thought it was really cool. I only saw a few. Cause like I said, I would log in, check messages, check like the other box. And um, so that's all I saw. I thought that was really fun and a cool thing to do. I, I really tried to stay within myself, this whole meat prep and not focus on what anybody else was doing. So I kept along with that at the end. I just had to get rid of Instagram just because it got to be a little too much with the last three weeks and just what I was mentally going through. And I had posted, you know, after the fact, I, uh, you know, was talking to my coach about dropping out, like probably a week and a half out. Whoa. Yeah, man. So full story, three weeks out, I went to take um, uh, first deadlift single peaking. Maybe it was four weeks out. Either way, irrelevant. And I was supposed to pull 190. Shouldn't have been too hard. It was moderately challenging, a little bit more than it should have been. And I felt like this electric shock go down my adductor on the right side. And I was like, mm, that can't be good. But everything was fine. You know, I lowered my downsides, blah, blah, blah. It was fine. And um, anyway, I come in the next week and I squatted that week again, maybe a little harder than it should have been, but it moved. So I was like, okay, I come in and my hips are really tight, which isn't that abnormal, right? When you're peaking, like you don't feel good. So I really wasn't thinking too much of it. Um, so I come in, so now we're two weeks out and I'm warming up and I go to take my last warm up of 185 and it would not budge off the ground. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Holy shit, this is not good. But dude, I, well, you know, I packed it up. I, you know, just lowered the weight, did my reps, packed it up, left. You know, I've been doing this a little while now. I know every day is not your best day, right? Walk out, my hips really bothering me now. And I think it was Memorial Day. So I went out, I live on the beach. So I went out on the boat with friends, blah, blah, blah. Hips really bothering me all day. I'm like, this is weird. So I go to, you know, I deadlift some lighter percentages that week. And I just couldn't get in my normal deadlift position. Like my groin was really, really tight. My adductor was really, really tight, my adductors. So I couldn't get in my normal deadlift position. And if you watch my deadlift, I have a wicked wide stance, right? Like my toes are touching the bar, the plates, and I'm five feet tall. 
Yeah. It's great. <laughs> but I couldn't get in that position. And if I can't get in that position, I can't pull, right? It's really position dependent at that point. So it comes to a week out. I'm still not feeling great, but I started doing everything to treat this damn hip. So like I'm seeing my physical therapist, massage, et cetera, et cetera. I'm doing whatever it takes on this hip to try to get it, to get it back, you know? So last week, you know, I knew deadlifts weren't going to go well, but you know, went in there. I pulled 185. It was like a grinder. I'm like, this is not a good time. <laughs> you so, like, I hope I don't have to pull more than 185 for the win. Which you know I do. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever. You know what? I'm going on. So I keep going. We get to taper week. And um, my first taper squat moved so slowly. It was painful. It was like 165. It was painfully slow. Uh, deadlift looks stupid. I'm like, we're out, man. Dude, we're out. I can hardly walk. Like, it hurts to walk. I can't do any of the shit I need to be doing. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Holy shit. So I'm so like on my gym floor with my poor, poor husband. And I'm like crying. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? How am I here again? I don't think I should go. Like, I can't even walk. Like, what am I doing? I can't pull anything. I can't squat. This is stupid. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, so I was at that point mentally... And, you know, shout out to my coach. He was just like, nah, you know, I support you in whatever you do. He knows it has to be my decision to decide to go do something, right? You're not going right. to be like, no, you can do it. And I'm going to agree. Like, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm not very agreeable. So <laughs> 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 if you tell me I should do it, I'm going to be like, oh, I shouldn't. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's too deep of mental games. He's like, I'm out. I'm a letter do what you he want. Was, I, don't, he was like, I don't know how to play this. He's know. like do you girl do you so i was yeah. like you got it so uh two days out i take my last taper so i stuck with training this whole time you know stuck with the plan take my last taper squat and it moved decent and at this point you know i'm kind of moving about pain-free there were some mobility things i literally couldn't do after the initial like onset like i don't know i couldn't sit in a deep squat at all <laughs> like my groin would just lock up sounds like a problem oh, right it was that's an issue so those things started slowly coming back, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe we're going to go. But I wasn't going with ultra high hopes on how it was going to feel. Um, we decided to skip my final taper squat and just give my leg because it seemed like every time I squatted or deadlifted, um, my leg would just like lock up and it wasn't moving the same. And again, if I can't get in those positions, I can't do these things. So we decided to skip the last taper and uh, I flew out there, did light mobility stuff, hung out and I was like, man, I'm actually moving decently. So we get in there and uh, we're warming up for squats. I'm like, oh shit, okay, okay. But you, but, but you went to bed the night before, literally like, I have no idea what's gonna happen. A hundred percent, no oh, idea. Oh, that's so, did you I sleep? didn't pull above, I mean, I pulled 185, that like final deadlift a, a little over a week out or a week out. But like, I barely locked it out. It was not good. Like if it would have been after a day of squats, it was not happening. Like it was, it was not beautiful. And uh, so, yeah, I went to bed like, man, I don't, I don't know what we can do tomorrow, but I guess we go in like I'm here. I, I, I respect the fact that you were like, oh, fuck it. We're here. Let's see what happens. Like it's, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, you can't quit, right? Like it sounds good when you're sitting there and you're struggling and, you know, mentally you're defeated, but like deep down, you just can't quit. You know, I don't know. What are you going to do? Go take third and be sad about it. Oh, well, at least you didn't quit, you know? Right. So that's where I was at. Like I'd rather go and bomb out than be somebody that gave up. So that's 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 (laughs) what champions do. That's what champions do. So, all right. So squat started, you started warming up and you were like, holy smokes. I think my, my hip might be okay. Yeah. Like it felt tight. It didn't feel the best, but I was like, we can do this. Like things were moving fast. Carly coach kept shaking, nodding in his head. So that usually means good things, right? Arian, nod. Or he's he's faking it. And he's like, oh, shit. He's scared shitless. He's like, by the grace of God, we're going to get through squats. Looks (laughs) great. Yeah. Keep going. Looks great. You're tilting like this. He's like, by the way, champ, we got this. <laughs> he goes, he turns he to like the runs to lower the opener exactly. really quick. <laughs> you're like, you just lowered the opener by quite a bit. He's like 150. We're 150. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
let's take an easy first one. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah. So when we look at squats, though, okay. So having said all that, which is, I mean, let's talk about it for a second. Because you stopped the story, but the story. The we got to talk opener. Yeah, let's, the story didn't I mean, stop there, it. Brittany. I think more people should be making fun of me than the number that I are, so. Yeah, you are right. So what happened here? What, what happened with the 167.5 opener? Dude, so, yeah. So I sit down and I stand up. Not too bad, right? And I lock it out. And I'm up, you know, standing there. And I feel I, the my, my pelvis dump forward, like my, my hip just dump forward, my lower back entirely collapsed, oh. like my core gave out and the bar just went backwards. And if you watch the video, you can see my face. I look like I just shit myself. Like I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified, dude. Carly, my coach afterwards was like, so glad I didn't see your face until after the whole thing. <laughs> so... so the spotters Sorry. saved my life, literally, because who fails a squat after they lock it out on their damn opener? For yeah, God's sake. Opener. These dudes are paying attention, so shout out to them. I keep saying that. But, yeah, they saved my life. I walk back behind the platform. Carly's like, you okay? You okay? You know, freaked out, right? And I'm like, still freaked out. Adrenaline going like a thousand. <laughs> so I quick, like, you know, pat my shoulders, do a few air squats. I'm like, I think I'm fine. I don't feel any worse than I did a minute ago. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, you want to repeat that? What do you want to do? I was like, uh, yeah, let's just repeat that. Cause I don't even know where my damn head is right now. <laughs> like, stay good 67 dudes. So yeah, went out there, managed to hit it. Grace of God. And yeah. Did, did you, you watch see... Meg's opener though? Oh, yeah, I was just I about that. Not, so I missed all of that because I was focusing on the fact I almost died and did it. I was <laughs> yeah. really concerned about that. Um, <laughs> but I did afterwards. Yeah, that's crazy. Did it like um did you afterwards after after she'd already come back and you found out she missed, or you mean after the whole meet? Like, did someone tell you? Don't worry, like I mean, sounds shitty, but like if you're a coach, you'd be like, she, your main competitor also missed. You're right back at even, because then your no, confidence. No one is- told me. No oh, one told really? me. <laughs> I knew nothing. Um, I don't like to talk too much on meet day. I do and I don't. Like in a moment like that, I don't want to talk. Like I'm just trying to get my head back to straight, uh, get the adrenaline back down to a manageable level, because I really <laughs> that terrified me. Yeah, it absolutely terrified me. I've never felt I've never had anything like that happen before and I've never felt my core collapse in that way um so I was just trying to you know center myself again <laughs> I'm doing... like doing deep breathing back there like calm it down calm so I had down. no idea yeah so when you hit you hit 167.5 moved up five kilo um you missed 172.5 so what happened there I got called on depth again because I apparently can never squat deep enough <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you also have a super. This time, you got a really banged up hip, though. Like, did you feel pain? How how was the body feeling, like pain wise? It was feeling feel? fine, and like I felt like I squatted to the same depth I did all training, and I like hammered sinking my squats for six months. Like hammered sinking my squats. That's all I did. That's all I cared about. That's all we did. So, I don't. I mean, visually. I see it like as somebody that refs and things like that. My squat doesn't look super low visually. I have a narrow squat. I have very thick legs, very short legs, right? I'm five feet tall, squatting pretty narrow. So it visually, I don't look like I squat as deep as some people do, but like I'm bottoming out my squat. Like my hamstrings and my calves are one. So (laughs) I'm back to the drawing board on that for sure. I typically squat like a super knees over toes, knees forward squat. I don't know. I'm back to the drawing board on that, nonetheless, because I have to stop getting red lighted for squats. I mean, I'm squatting 180 in training and cannot put 167 uh, over 170 on the damn platform. Yeah, which is yeah. Frustrating. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, it's it's it might be a dimensions thing where um, if they, if it's difficult for them to see your hip and we're you know it is lie, right. Yeah. I'm not getting the benefit of the doubt. And like I said, it's it's fair. It's fine. You know, just back to the drawing board on it. Fair. Uh, so um sneaky 
Ali Weinberg. Maybe that's her new nickname. While <laughs> while the two, <laughs> while you guys, you and Meg, because um, Meg didn't come out. Like Meg hit 175, grind city, but she hit it, which is like holy smokes. And it's it's weird because when you're watching, and she didn't come out for her third at all. So both you guys come out with your, you know what would have been your openers, but ended up being your seconds, but you got them, but move forward with it. Now, Ali Weinberg collects a three for three in the squats. And it's like, holy smokes, this thing got a heck of a lot more interesting all of a sudden. Um, so we, we weren't sure, like we're, we're in between squat and bench. Now that you had a bit of a, a dip in like, okay, are you, are you now informed? Were you rest that? Do you, or do you still don't know what happened with Meg and you still don't know what's going on with the rest of the class. Like, you're just like, I don't care. Don't tell me nothing. Man, I was feeling a little bit out of the game at that point. I'm like, okay, you know, I know Meg's benching something big. I have no idea what's going to happen with my deadlift. So I'm like, we're just going to take each attempt as they come, right? So let's get through bench. Uh, I managed a five kilo PR on bench, which is, you know, pretty decent for a lightweight female, yeah, you know. That's good, I don't have yeah. a big bench, like, you know, a couple of them, but she's trying. And, and uh, so I, I bench 105. I felt pretty good about that. You know, five kilo PR. I'm like, put everything I needed to together there. Went three for three. And then, you know, then deadlifts came and that was the giant question mark of the day, right? Like squats weren't supposed to be that much of a question mark, but they were. Anyway, so yeah. deadlifts were the giant question mark. I, don't, I have no idea what Meg benched. I'm sure it was a ton. She always benches a ton. I wasn't paying attention to numbers. That's why you have somebody there with you, right? Like, right. I'm not, I'm not doing numbers. I have no idea what she's doing. So, and I don't know what Allie benched either. I had no idea. So we're she going to deadlifts anyway and warming okay. up. And, uh, you know, we start with the first, you know, just the reds, you know, and I do my thing and magically I'm in my deadlift position. I'm like, okay. And uh, I don't know, Carly keeps loading the bar and each attempt he looks at me and each attempt I like shrug my shoulders. I'm like, I don't know, man, this shit's working right now. Don't question it. Yeah, so, don't question. <laughs> we get to my last warm up again. I'm in my deadlift position. Bars flying off the floor. I'm like feeling pretty good about this now. So we go out to the opener again, bar flies off the floor. I think it was like 175 bar flew off the floor. It looked exactly like how it should have. Um, I was like, huh? Okay. Now previously 175 was moving a little rough. Like it was a little slow. I'm not pulling well, you know, that's just how it goes. But so we load, I think he loaded 187 and a half yeah. and I pulled that. Again, it flew off the floor, flew to the lockout. I lock it out. Doesn't my hip dump forward again? Oh, and my man. collapses again. And then, <laughs> then that throws you all off tilter. So now I fell backwards. It looked oh, like boy. somebody sniped you from the crowd or something. You did a ninja. You did a ninja roll backwards, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And, so um, I, have, <laughs> I have one regret about we're on nationals, and it's that I didn't like do a full somersault. <laughs> that would have been dope. And then you do the for the judges, you put your hands out like like the like that, <laughs> and I would have been like, "Fucking, that's a boss move right there." <laughs> it's a boss I move right regret. there. I think I got caught up on the end of the platform, you know, because there's a little metal there. I got a little caught up. But yeah, I have one regret. Should have fully somersaulted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to pick up on the story, just to let everybody know, listening, because this got really dramatic uh, in in the in the deadlifts. So again, sneaky Ellie Weinberg. She had missed her third bench, but she was cruising on the deadlifts and was not missing. So there's a bit of a shakeup here. So Meg missed her second as well at 175, but Allie Weinberg was hitting. So I think I, I pull up some notes because I remember I wanted to recollect, recollect after second, after the second round of deads, Allie was at 445 kilo. You were at 447 and a half, but missed your second. And Meg was at 451 kilo, but missed. So that means Meg had moved into first place and you were now in second, but you were in second only by two and a half kilo. And Allie was right behind you. And Allie would not miss her third, which means the pressure we had like a, this was a heck of a lot closer than anybody would have thought. Like this is a neck to neck to neck battle. Your hip is jacked up. You just got sniped from the crowd. People, 
<laughs> okay. I just need a meme of that. <laughs> you just got sniped from the crowd. Um, things, things are getting dicey. I want to play for you Meg's second, or sorry, I want to play for you Meg's third deadlift, which could have conceivably locked it in because she was in first after second, uh, the second round of deads, hit her third deadlift and further, you know, go, like a solidified her position. So now she's really in a good commanded position. This was the, oh my God, comeback story for anyone watching. And if you weren't privy to this, it might be even better, but it looked like, holy shit, Meg might've done this with this dead I'm about to show you, okay? Watch together one second. I know you can't prepare with videos. <laughs> yeah, don't you? Yeah, doggy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I think you guys can see this, right? Yep. Yeah. Yoink. Let's take a look at this. This is the Megan Scanlon special. And that oh, would right. have won it. Really? Let's Scanlon. look at wow. that confidence. Is the Megan Scanlon special. Look at her crowd. No way. Really? The Megan Scanlon wow. Special. So you see right there. Um, let me stop the share for a second. Did you see that live? Because her and her team celebrating, you saw it. She now moved way ahead. She was ahead after seconds. And she's a, not way, but she was a good chunk ahead, which ended up forcing your team. Were you aware that? Not only did you miss 187.5, but now your team was forced to go to 190 up it, even though you missed it. And this is like well beyond the numbers you were missing in the training. So the story starts getting juicy. Did you know this was all happening? Yeah. So I saw on the TVs back there, her pull 175, come back out and pull that. So I knew that we were going to have to go up. I honestly thought it was going to be above 190. Like I said, I was just trying to do quick math in my head. But it makes it better that it was 190 because that's the number I missed like four times leading into this <laughs> damn meet. <laughs> like, you again, I don't know if that old... makes it better. Well, it's like, oh, my old friend, 190, is waiting for no, me. So four I times. Love that. But I also knew 187 and a half flew. So I yeah. like had that in my pocket. I was like, you know what? Before 180 wouldn't fly, right? Now 187 and a half. Like I was feeling back to where I was. Like, I, you know, I might have been a little sore or whatever, but like how things were moving was back to where, where I started, right? Where, you know, I felt like prior to taking this hip injury, I mean, I had pulled 197 and a half at probably RPE8. Like I was feeling pretty confident in my deadlift. So after that 187 moved, I was like, okay, all right. You know, I really didn't have much doubt on it. I just had to not fall out, right? So that was the most important thing. So I walked out there. I didn't think a thing about it. Got into my deadlift position, did the weird deadlift thing, and uh, it do you moved, want to, and that was do, it. Do you want to watch this together? <laughs> and then tell me, tell me what you're thinking afterwards, because this is a dramatic video. Let's watch this. Video. It is a little dramatic. It is. Okay, <laughs> one sec, yeah. Let's do it. Okay, here goes. She had the strength on the last one. She fell back. I think she's still I think part of it is part of it is like you don't want to get too hyped. As if you don't want to get too hyped, you need to just your process. She has to Yeah. Oh, there it is. Stop there. That's it. I think that's it. She pulled that. That's it. You dropped the She had the strength on the last So what let me dead that. So what was happening? What was going through your head? You pulled it, and um, and it's 190, of course, which makes like a little bit of poetic justice there for yourself for a victory. And when it dawned on you, when you dropped to your knees there, what happened? Man, I, I, I saw the white lights, and I was like, holy shit, we <laughs> finally did it. <laughs> like, Holy shit, this is all we've been trying to do for three years, right? And uh, on the worst day I could possibly have, right? Managed to pull it out. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I was, yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah. Did, did you, um, 
So afterwards, did you talk to Meg? Did you talk to Allie? Who Allie also hit 190, nestled into third, but she was right there, like on you guys. It was a hell of a battle, man. It was like one of the better shows we'd seen at the U.S. Raw Nationals. Maybe a little too dramatic for you guys, <laughs> but yeah, I would have preferred less drama for myself. So that's a goal. <laughs> Just area and FYI, that's a goal for the future. Is a yeah. less drama. I'm um, not usually like that, but. Um, so yeah. I went to the back and I was like mind blown talking to my coach at Carly. I'm like, holy shit, I almost didn't come. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mind blown, cried a little bit. I'm like, man. And then, you know, a couple minutes passed and I went, the first thing I did, I went back and found Meg and, uh, you know, gave her a hug and just congratulated her on everything. And, and Allie came up and we talked to her too. And, you know, they're both the nicest people, right? Yeah. This is the first time I met Allie, but I've, uh, shared warm-up platforms and such with Meg over the last few, year, few years since she was a 63 and we've just been around but yeah so they were she was the first I wanted to find <laughs> it, uh, like I said I was kind of cheering for her deep down well <laughs> yeah I mean she, look at her showing was phenomenal her showing like not it's only impossible to not cheer for that whole thing like I know <laughs> it, that's what makes it puts you in a bit of a weird situation right where you're like all right, in this lead up, I'm not the sentimental favorite here, am I? <laughs> You're like, what is going on here? However, though, if people understood the adversity you were facing, everyone loves an underdog and everyone loves, like your story gets better now that you're able to tell it. Because when people hear like you had missed 190 repeatedly and you were like this close to not showing up and you're like, man, this is, I don't know what's gonna happen. So when you show up anyways and like, let's, I guess we're going to do battle. You, know? <laughs> you, you woke up and chose violence, you know, yeah. and you, and you were possibly like, like long-term. I didn't know how the hip was going to feel after a full day of that. I'm like, ah, shit. I don't know where we're, where we're going with this, but all right. Yeah. It's like that one Thanos meme. Did you get it? Yes. What did it cost you? Everything. Right here, like I will never walk the same, but I got my champion now. That's what I'm wondering. I was like, dang, but you know, you gotta go, right? You put all that time in, just show up. 100%. And, and your story, because it ended up being like, like missing your first, coming first squats, hitting your second squat, missing your third, um, getting a bit of momentum, missing your second dead. And like, people don't know the adversity you're dealing with in terms of injuries and whatnot. Like, and cause it was such a tight battle. Then you fall behind in deads and you have to go up even though you missed. It's like, it was, man, it was a hell of a show. Like you might not even be able to fully appreciate because you weren't like watching it and probably best you didn't see the scorecard. Cause you would have been like a little too more, more stressed than you needed. But, um, that was the storyline. So I'm glad people hear like, oh man. And, and some people don't show up unless they're hundred percent or some people for people who watching and they're like, oh, like your, your total went down for this. And we've talked about this in the podcast. Other, like other people have showed up and it's like, you don't know what some of these people deal with. And um, you don't have like 50 games, like some, some athletes do in other sports to have an overall average. You got like two times a year. And you got one time a year to be U.S. national champion. You don't get to pick. So you show up no matter how you feel and you scrap it out to the last deadlift some days, you know? And it's like, I don't care what you do at a local meet. Sometimes this is the way it goes when you're at the top, you know? And yeah, that wasn't the plan, obviously. We weren't (laughs) planning to go out there and fall over in front of God knows how many people. I didn't write that out. (laughs) Yeah, but it made for good TV, I'll tell you that. I got my family who doesn't care about, well, they care about powerlifting because I care, right? But they don't understand it. But they were very interested in this entire day. So yeah. That was good. yeah. Oh, were they live or were they watching the stream? <laughs> they watched the stream. Okay. Yeah. So my husband couldn't go with me this time because of work, which was unfortunate because it basically been everywhere. So this was a rough one to miss. But uh, mm. yeah, they were all watching the stream. And yeah, they, like I said, they were interested. When you got home, what was the reception? Was everybody like, holy smokes, you're a national champion now? <laughs> <laughs> people were so stoked. It was so nice. And like a few, like a lot of people that like I work with and stuff, um, they had known I was dealing with a little bit of an injury just because I was open about it and they were kind of helping me 
through some of the rehab stuff and just giving some perspective on that. And just, you know, it's good to have a little um, kind of mental support on stuff like that, right? Sure. So just having, you know, I was careful on who I told, right? You tell the wrong people, especially in a sport like lifting weights, and they're like, oh shit, you're never gonna walk again. Don't lift, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get that anyway. I think especially as a female, it's like, oh, you're gonna hurt yourself. Don't do that, you know? And it's like, so you don't tell those people, obviously. But right. there's a few people I have in my corner that I knew if I mentioned it to, they would say the right things to keep my mindset well, you know? So um, by the health physical therapist was awesome in how he approached the whole thing. You know, sometimes when you go to, to any sort of, you know, MD or physical therapist, a lot of times their first thing is to say, don't do this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a bad idea. And just like full disclosure, I probably uh, have a little partial tear in my labrum the other side. I did this once before on the left side. Now we're just doing it on the right side. Good news is there's no more sides. So <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, go, Brady, I don't know if that's science. I don't know if that's better. You're like, so I've torn it equally and we're evened out for Sweden. Anyway, so I'm talking about physical therapist. I didn't look for a diagnosis before I went because you don't want to know, right? I've done this before. I kind of had an idea. I didn't want to know. I didn't ask any opinions. We're just doing, you know, some needling, some stem stuff, just trying to get my my hip moving again, get my groin and my adductors loosened up enough that I can get in deadlift positions. Nobody really cares. And he was really great about it, just saying like things along the lines of, you know, if things are going to happen, it's going to be now, right? It's going to be the at the end of all this work or your body's just responding in a way it's supposed to, you're fine. So just mental things like that kind of kept me on the right track that like, okay, I'm going to taper and like, I could be fine. Right. We don't know. We're not there yet. We haven't tapered yet. You know, we're fatigued. We have other things going into it. So that helped a ton. You're like really putting a lot into this taper. (laughs) This taper needs to be magical. It's gotta be. Hey, it worked. Hey. Faith in the taper at this point was something else. There was Erin, a lot of faith heading into Daytona. Yeah, it sounds like sure. it. Erin, you were there, right? Were you there back in the warm-up room and everything, Erin? Yeah, yeah. I was watching on the screen. So I saw when, like, you know, when Brittany lost her opener off the back. And then my lifter was the, I believe, the first squatter. So I was there watching Meg from like, you know, the coach's box, watching her do her opener. And I see her like grinding like three quarters of the way up and failing. And I'm like, holy crap, what's going on? Like <laughs> make my bomb right now on squats. And, but she came off the platform, like, you know, like still smiling, like joking about it, stuff like that. Uh, so it was, it was an interesting battle all the way through. And, and, and like I mentioned on the other podcast, I was there when Brittany came in the back and she was like down on her knees and she's like, Oh, we almost didn't come or something like that. And so now, now I get the whole story on it. Now you know the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember like, I can't, I can't express enough when Meg had that grinder and missed it, it was like, holy smokes, Meg. Like, it is incredible that she not only came back, hit it, but you thought, well, she must be, and didn't come up for a third. She must be gassed. Like, there's no way. And then, but she broke an American record in the bench. Like she, when bench came and it's like, well, I I don't know what's going on here. Both you ladies were like, just unstoppable that would when, when two people got a heart like that and they both clash like it's one thing when one person levels up and you're like holy shit but when someone else is like i got i'm gonna match that and then Allie's like just hanging the wings because someone like ali walks into this and usually people were confident in her but it was like you need the two top dogs to uh, to start missing lifts well, damned if this isn't that what happened. <laughs> and then Ali's like, oh, damn, this, this might happen for me. So it was it was such a good battle. Um, is, is this at all how you would have pictured your win to be when you're walking into U.S. Ron Nash? Like, do people tell themselves, I want to smoke everyone? Or is it, I want it to be a battle seesaw back and forth, right up to the last deadlift. My mom's having a heart attack. Can't believe what's going on in like, you know, like dramatics and the whole nine. Like, did you, what were you hoping would happen? Man, I really wanted to go nine for nine or eight for nine. That was like, but that went out the window after the first squat. So we said, whatever. Like, well, got that out the way. <laughs> so we let go of that. But I, 
really thought it was going to be a battle. I didn't think it was going to go like this, right? You always imagine you're both going to make your lifts. And mm. it was, I figured it would come down to the last deadlift because I know, you know, Megan, I, you know, we squat similar, you know, and then I know she's going to outbench me, but I also know I can outpull her. So I figured it was going to come to the last deadlift. I didn't think it was going to be quite as traumatic as it was, you know, I figured, I think you always go in thinking people are going to make their lifts, right? You're going to make your lifts. Now I get out here in training falling for like yeah. that doesn't happen you yeah. know i definitely pictured it being close just in a different way do you think is this even though you didn't hit the numbers you want to hit you you know and it almost never happens quite like that the super meet the elusive nine for nine super meet where you pr all three and blah 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 but is this you know, it's not what you asked for. It's what you got. But when you look back on how much, how wild it was, how fun it was and the stories you have from it now, is it better this way that it was dirty and it was like grimy and it was like, holy shit, like, you know, memorable for everyone watching or and you can have the super meet later. Like, what do you think? In all seriousness, I'm very content with everything that happened just because I wouldn't have had the mental fortitude to do that three years ago when I started doing this, like to miss a first attempt squat in that kind of way uh, to walk off, not knowing if I'm injured, like not even understanding what just happened, <laughs> turn it around to make it. And then all the way up into the end to know, you know, I have the winning deadlift in my hands and it's something I haven't been able to hit in weeks because mm. I'm all out of sorts. Right. Um, but just to go out there and to continue to execute all the things I have been trying to execute in training, you know, to pull that winning deadlift, it, it was a good feeling just to know mentally you've come that far. Cause I think, you know, one of the things powerlifting or any sports can do for you, if you allow it is uh, really makes you a better person, right? If you allow it to, to, to kind of force you to grow all that work you're doing you know, on your own for really, I mean, the greater purpose obviously is to do things like win raw nats and to get stronger and uh, just to keep pushing the envelope and to see how far you can go. But from an outside perspective, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> like we're just lifting, I'm lifting weights in like my room by myself. Like, <laughs> like that shit's crazy if you're not in it. Like, are you going to fly to Florida to go lift weights? Okay. <laughs> Like, all right, Brittany, whatever. <laughs> We're going to shift some weights around. Things right. are going to get a like, little <laughs> wild. But we all know, you know, when you're in it, you know, it's it's pushing you further mentally too, right? When you're feeling like shit and you're going in the gym, you're like, well, I got to hit this training session. So we're going to do it anyway. I don't feel like it. I worked 12 hours today, but here we are. We're doing it, you know, and it it carries over to other aspects of life. 100% it it. it reinforces discipline and what consistency can achieve. Like it reinforces it's about the long game and consistency over the long game, how far you can push. And then on meet day, if we have a competition like that, it reinforces how like, you know, a little bit of courage on the fire, a little bit of composure when things get wild, a little bit of like all it, it tests you like that where you know, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's character development and you dig deep and you're like, holy, I can't believe you pulled this off. And the anxiety and uncertainty you feel and showing up anyways, and then, you know, battling it out and the, the highs and lows, everything it's for, there's no question. If you just avoided all of this, stayed in your comfort, comfort zone. Yeah, man, it's, it's a, it definitely impacts girls another... happening in that comfort zone, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of coming out of your comfort zone, next we got Worlds and Sweet. And my man here is going to be there. He's a hell of a he's a hell of a handler. One of the best in the business, if not the best. Um, have you thought about Sweden? Have you thought like have you wrapped your head around? Does your family know like, holy smokes, man, now you're going to be going to the world championships, USA across the chest, representing your nation, which is like a crazy big honor. Some people will never get the feel. Um has it dawned on you yet? Are you like, woof, this is like 13 weeks away. Let's just, let's just relax. We'll smash some weights. Like, or can you even, how's your body holding up? Um, I'll start at the last question there. Uh, body's actually doing relatively decent. Um, 
I went back to training on Friday, just kind of building up a little bit of a base again for the next, we're taking it week by week at this point. I've got uh, my coach and my um, therapist working together, physical therapist working together on deciding this. Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, my adductors have really loosened up. Obviously, I was able to pull um, at Nats and um, they never, it never got any worse after that day, which was really great. So I'm able to, to get in positions, which is good news. I have a bit of pain doing like, if I do something stupid through the day, like change a direction, things like that, I'll get quite a share of pain, you know, it'll stop me in my track. But I've been very careful of, you know, just moving slowly and uh, really just focused on training. And so body actually feels decent. I'm very hopeful about that. Like I said, I've been here before. I was much more panicked about it three years ago, you know? Mm. Now I'm like, okay, we've been here. We came back stronger. It's, you know, you just gotta get through it, right? These things are gonna happen. Uh, but being able to, to squat and pull two weeks ago, I feel pretty confident that, I mean, it's not getting any worse, so it's going to get better. That's and it. then Sweden question, I am beyond stoked to go to Sweden. I want <laughs> some official confirmation that this is happening. <laughs> yeah, it is a, it's a, it's a weird This year. is a struggle. Yeah. I'm pretty confident it will, um, looking at like, uh, the whole picture, everything, all the remote moving pieces. I don't. I'm pretty confident it's going to happen. So let's, you, you might as well start getting ready. And, I mean, we're uh, getting ready. We're yeah. out here. Like I said, we started training Friday and uh, just building that base back up before we go back to really hitting it. This is a super quick turnaround, but yeah. you know, I'm here for it. That'll be good. And yeah, I can't wait to go to Sweden. I was a little hesitant when it was in Belarus before, you know, it's easy to say, when you haven't won, right? Like I'm not going to Belarus. Who's going to spend all this money to go to this country that we shouldn't even travel to. Like we got a level four travel advisory out here and, um, and who's doing that. But like I said, that's easy to say when you're, you don't have the offer, right? So, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, it is. It's easy coming from the outside saying hell with that. I'm not going to Belarus, but yeah, you know, like I said, I'll decide if the opportunity presents itself, but then it was moved to Sweden like a few days before. I'm like, hell yeah, Sweden. <laughs> Sweden's amazing. We were there last time, um, Arian, remember? And uh, I mean, yeah, Sweden, Sweden's a great place. Actually, um, the battle of the 57s in Sweden. Did you see that? It was amazing. I Arian, did. were you handling Meg? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously her, her coach was there for that, uh, Max, but yeah, I was there as well. Yeah, it was quite the battle. I mean, we got... Um, all around the world. Have you looked at some of the people, Brittany, and have you looked at some of the people, Arian, for around the world 57s? Or Brittany, do you not even want to look right now? Are you like, I don't care. We'll deal with no, it. I think, I'm, I think I'm mostly aware. I think, you know, if uh, what Joy's doing in training is real and at a body weight, like that's insane, right? Like yeah. I'm not competing with a 500 pound deadlift, right? Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Facts. I mean, someday I will. I have faith, but maybe not this year. But, you know, again, you never know what happens that day. 100 percent this is an incredible lifter we'll see and then uh you know bobby butters i think i follow on instagram she's a great lifter and there's a few others so i think i have a general idea canada's maria t who uh maria t oh my gosh i can't believe i forgot maria yeah of course pulling that last deadlift she isn't um the reason why she's easier like she, she's out of sight, out of mind right now because in Canada we were super duper locked down. She hasn't competed, I don't even think since. I haven't either. Like it's a, uh, we're super duper locked down, so we're pretty under the radar to a large extent. But um, like it's a good, like U.S. Raw Nats is phenomenal, and in some classes you go up to the worlds and it's like crazy deep. In fifty sevens is crazy deep, and um, it's exciting because you're in a class like. It's difficult. It's difficult to win. Got you. But everybody's going to be watching because they yeah. know the talent that's there. Like you were invited to the party that everyone's watching where some weight classes, if it's a runaway favorite type deal, it's not many people are watching as much, right? Like people are going to be excited for this one. Um, and then you got a guy, you know, okay, obviously he's a co-host, but Arian's a phenomenal handler and he'll come well prepped scouting everybody and you already know in sports, like you've already tasted that U.S. Raw Nats. Throw everything out the door, out the window when it comes to nominations. Doesn't mean nothing. Stay tight, play your game, get as many attempts on point, and uh, frick, man, you guys are all so close, big time. What are you thinking, Arian? 
Yeah. I mean, like you said, obviously Joy's numbers are training numbers. So if we just like take that out, it, it is close because I mean, Maria's world record total is 473.5 and then Brittany just said 462.5. So 11 kilos off the world record total. So, I mean, we'll see how uh, Joy comes, but then, yeah, then you have Maria, Bobby, Brittany all right there in that 460, 475 range. It's going to be good. And that was Brit when she's banged up. We get that hip fixed, <laughs> you know? Get yeah. that hip fixed and let's rock and roll. It's going to be. We can bring the squat to the platform. We'll be in a. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. That's I mean, right. the, the world record squats also at 178.5 and you did one. Yeah, we've squatted 5. more than that many times. So, so you're, you're, you're close to those I, records. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. It'll be. And um, collecting chips will really help. Uh, towards the total when they have to go up like Maria T was it Maria T who the the champ who had that chip but if you took the chip uh, away from her so your total like you know it depends on who gets the squat unless she could further chip it I don't know we'll have to see how yeah. it plays out but um, that chip on your total like when it comes to a super tight race some people are like even keel across all three they're phenomenal in all three but not quite taking chips along the way so other people who have the advantage of a chip and squat or a chip on dead or bench really helps in terms of the total strategically advantage. That's what Arian, um, that's not really something you got to worry about as much, Brittany, that could fall on uh, your man his shoulders, but I'm I sure he'll be looking at it. Meat day. I think about the zero things when I'm competing. <laughs> I, I, like, I like those people. I don't ask questions. I, nothing, nada. Yeah, just, I asked what was on the bar for my last deadlift. Carly said, you can pull it and walked away. And I was like, mm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you can pull it. You're like, well, let's find out. I pressed no further. I was like, all right, that's what I need to know. <laughs> I pressed no further. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I knew it was, I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was above 190, but yeah, I just, I was like, whatever. That's what he said. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah. Listen up. Thank you very much for giving us your time here. Um, we are booked like crazy. We got like, uh, cause I'm, I'm rattling off these podcasts. I actually got uh, me and Aaron got Taylor Atwood in a bit. Have you, did you get a chance to see other people in the U S raw nationals perform or. Um, I was handling when on uh, what was it? Friday morning before I left. So I saw Amanda Lawrence out there and all of that. Oh, Jasmine Penn and, uh, who took second? Oh God, Dana. Dana, Dana. Yeah. I hate when I forget people's name. It seems so rude, but, uh, so I was uh, handling on their platform. So I saw that madness. I saw Jasmine drop to the ground, which we've all, you know, she told her story on that and then yeah. come back out. Uh, other than that, I did see Taylor's, uh, meet recap. I saw his insane numbers, you know, <laughs> what's there to say about all that? Like, gosh, just keep raising the bar. Yeah. Get out of his way and just let him do what let he him does. Go. Don't question it. You know, <laughs> yeah, just enjoy it. We're here. We're just here for enjoy the it. We're here yeah. for it. Like, yeah, keep we're going. here for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's something else you're going to enjoy in Sweden is, like the good thing about being 57 because you'll lift before they're going in order of weight classes you'll be able to like get it out the way you know you're going to miss a little bit obviously like the you know 47s 52s but at least if you get time to like because before you lift i mean you're, you're preoccupied with what's about that yeah, you can't right? be watching i can't watch meet like competitions before i lift too much Same. adrenaline i'm like you know, I water cut, so I'm focusing on that, making sure my weight is uh, staying on track, and then I'm just sitting in my in my hotel room. Yeah, shit, I I, up. I do. Um, I'm the same. Like I've seen some people in the stands, um, and they're I know they're gonna lift later on that week, and I'm like, don't you get an I because I get an emotional attachment towards a lifting, like in a way of like a. I picture myself, if it's about to happen in a couple of days for me, I'm like relating it to myself. I'm like, holy smokes, man, mine's coming up. Like, but when it's all said, and so it, it takes energy out of me and I won't be able to sleep or whatever the hell, right? There's a lot of energy in that room for me too. You got the yeah. loud music, you have the lights, you have the announcing. You're like, there's so much energy there. I don't know. I, that drains me. I need to sit by myself for a couple of days, you know? few days off work we're like okay you're coming yeah. back alive here and uh and when you're there like you're gonna love it you you see all the national flags hanging you hear all these different languages getting tossed around and it's foreign and sweden has got like a, a rich history like here in north america 
um, you know, a 200 year old house is creepy and cool at the same time. Right. Like, they have 2000 year old structures and buildings. And like, you go into a bar that's like a thousand years old. Like my, my sister lives in Sweden. You're like, you want to go into a really cool bar? And it's in a building that's like super old. And you're like, this is not so like, you're going to, it's so cool. And then um, when you're competing and your competitors are from all over the world and yours are, and they're all like, like, I mean, like everyone's are, but your real competitors at the top that you're going against, it's actually stacked internationally, which makes it far more exciting and feels like real worlds. And then when you're done lifting, when you get to like go out, smash some food, have some cocktails with your friends, uh, we'll all be there. Say what's up to me when you see me. And then, um, will uh will you watch like you could sit down and like watch like the, the best in the world and like see the warm-up room and see like all these people from all over the world had you know it's it's cool man it's like it's an experience it's definitely yeah. worth it and if i'm not mistaken i think you guys on the u.s national team got your costs covered right arian is that for what for for like uh if you're on the u.s national team expense wise i don't know I me mean, i don't no, really I, talk out of school I, now, as far as USAPL, the lifters got to pay for all their own stuff, but you know, lifters can go to sponsors. Gotcha. Well, there it is. I'm sure you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hyped. Like I said, I really hope uh, the U.S. stays in, right? And uh, we're actually going and COVID works out that way. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be dope. It'll happen. Don't worry. We're too close. Right. I don't. I think the pressure's on, so I don't think anybody's doing anything too crazy. Anybody's making any big moves right now? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. bad timing. You should have done it before people were like, you know, hyped up about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little late. It's a little late to cancel the party. You but, have to um, make sure you take a picture with Ryan and out angle him. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> yes. Hey, yes. Wear a sweater. Wear, no more Jessica Bittner shit going on. And, well, the good and, news is I'm short, so that's gonna help. And I, I know tall, you're I'm like, yeah, you exactly. So you're all right. All right, we get a picture. And now that she's, and then I challenged her. I'm like, look at, I've been training, so I've been smashing weights. So we're gonna do this again when we. See, well, I'll see you in Sweden again. And then she fucking moves up to 76 kilo, and I'm like, all right, well, the, it's over now. There's no rematch. We're not doing a picture. That's what it is. I'm not, I'm, or we both wear sweaters. That's it. She had. Let me just say for the record, she had a tank top on and had a wrist wrap on, Brittany. That's cheating. She had a wrist wrap on, so she had a pump going. She, she had a pump going. There's veins coming out and everything. I didn't see the wrist wrap. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of wrong. So much weight. She's always pumped up. And I she know. Me feel better about my weight cuts. Her and Meg <laughs> yeah. Scanlon. I'm like, I'm doing fine, guys. Yeah. Don't come at me. I'm not moving up. I can do this. There's, yeah, exactly. There's some monumental. Um, that's one thing in Sweden. I remember. Uh, I think she was like on her back getting like she had muscle cramps going on because at 72 kilo, it was real tough. Now, 76, you got an extra four kilo to play with, like the addition of those women's weight class. You had a lot of 63s moving up to 69s as well. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people who might be a little more comfortable. Those cuts, in. I mean, it's tough cutting down the weight and, and, you know, it only gets harder every year. Right. So I've yeah. cut weight since 2018. We're three years into this now. Like. It's getting, and the weight cut's not getting any smaller, you know? <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Muscle goes on when you lift weights. You're... I, uh, I'm not getting any smaller, so, but you do get do... better at it. So that makes it a little better, you know? It seems a lot more relaxed. Do you think, is the plan, I mean, this, this is a direct question. Like, if you're going to go to Worlds, and obviously 57 kilo U.S. champ, if you, if you hit some goals at 57 and obviously winning this, going to Worlds, if things work out and you're like, holy shit, I'm a 57 world champion, would that be like, I can move up? Or are you thinking at some point, like, uh, what do you need to hit at 57 that you're like, you know what, I don't have to keep cutting? Or are you like, nah, you know what, it's not that bad. I'm going to keep cutting. I'm going to keep cutting until it's too bad. Man, you know, that ebbs and flows depending on, so I'm eating right now. So the question to that is 57 is fabulous. I can do this for a while. Yeah. Now, when you ask me about five weeks out when I'm miserable, yeah. and, you know, between the weight cut and the training fatigue, right? I'm like, I'm moving up. But it, if I'm being very honest about it, I don't have any plans to move up, right? Um, the weight cuts, I'll move up when it's not fun anymore because of the weight cut, right? Mm. So right now I can put the weight cut in its own box and I can still have fun with what I'm doing. Um, if at any point 
I can't do that at that point, I would move up and uh, try it out then. So I've never walked into a meet and just competed at weight. Um, I've always water cut and cut down into it. I'm just, I mean, I think in most of the 57s do. We're, I know, uh, I know Allie does. I know Meg does. Like, it's just a, that's 125 pounds is not a lot of weight, you know? Yeah. Like, it's tough walking around that low. So I don't know. I have no plans on it. It's almost like these are just numbers too that are in terms of the weight class numbers, they're pretty spread out. You have to be so flipping lucky to, Hey, I just naturally lift weights and ended up at 125. Like how, you know, how dumb luck you'd be to be like, I lift weights, put on muscle mass and evened out exactly where this arbitrary number is for the weight class ends. Like that almost never happened. You'll either be too far under and be giving up size. So you have to cut to the one below or you're just above that and you have to cut down to it. Like it's just part of the, the game, unless you're like a super heavyweight or something where it's, it is what it is. Right. And I think that's where I'm at. Like it would be tough for me to be a full 63, right? Like Mm -hmm. I can weigh 63, but the problem is they weigh 66. Right. Exactly. It's not about that. Yeah. You're still too small. I can weigh 63 and uh, feel really good and just feel great. I don't know that I could weigh 66 and feel that comfortable with myself. <laughs> you, 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 you were like, listen, judges, you thought you couldn't find my hips earlier for squat. Oh, my God, I'll never You're going to take you have to take Damn, my word the for decision's it. decision's made. I'm cutting down. Decision's made. It's a crapshoot. They got to tell by the expression on my face if I hit depth. I wink at them like, we're there. It's, it's, like, it's like a poker game. You, you just... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it is what oh. it is. All right. Well, much appreciated. We got to get ready for Taylor. Is there anybody you want to thank before we let you go? Man, yeah. Thank this, uh, you know, Pete Spence over at SBD. He's always the best, you know. Uh, he's always in the back room crunching all the numbers and looking yeah. super intense. And uh, dude really loves powerlifting. And yeah, yeah, he, he does. does. And he's super supportive and just a cool guy. So I'll start there. And then, you know, my coach Carly over at Mustache Fitness for joining me along for these last three years. And yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, look at good luck with everything. Uh, heal up, smash weights. You got plenty of time. And right, we- um, man, we'll probably see you in Sweden. Hell yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. See ya.